Be'ezes Hashem Yisbarach. We will continue what we are learning. The holy letters of the Balatanya, Geras HaKodesh, Simen Yiralef, which is known as Laskil Chabina, to enlighten with understanding. And we are explaining that the beginning of enlightenment is something that happens to a person in his eyes, in his vision, in his mind, where he sees the truth in front of him. And it, it, it is the perception itself, it is the awareness, the attentiveness, which is the wakefulness, the, the meditation, the clarity of what is really going on in this world, which is a state where a person sees light, sees with clarity the purpose of this world. When a person sees everything with clarity, then there is complete order. And when there's complete order, there is zero pain. There is zero resistance. And it's extremely important for a person to look very carefully into the idea of pain, the idea of suffering. The idea of no, because the Balatanya is going to go on in a minute and he's going to explain that there's two things in this world. There's yes and no. And ultimately speaking, yes and no have to be totally equal by a person. And this is known as Midas Ishtavos, known as it's all the same to me. And anybody who has studied Laskil Chabina, anybody who hears these words Laskil Chabina, knows that the enlightenment that the word Laskil Chabina invoke in a person, people who have lived with this parak every day of their life, to be able to experience the yes and no of life with a sense of sameness. Sameness does not mean that it's dull. It does not mean that it's boring. In fact, it means the exact opposite. It means that everything is as it is. 
And when you recognize that there's absolutely nothing you could do about it, and not only is there nothing you could do about it, but everything is precisely as it's supposed to be. You create zero resistance to what is. And when you create zero resistance to what is, at that moment you are actually fully alive. And it is this recognition, it is this last kilchabina, it is this type of knowledge, it's this type of meditation, it's this type of awareness, it's this type of clarity, it's this type of enlightenment that will change your relationship to what is. So when a person sees Something painful happened. And he lives with that pain. And falls into a depression. He's in a state of complete ignorance. He's in a, in a state of complete, at that moment he has went into a state of unconsciousness. And that's why the great Chassidim, they lived with Velaskil Chabina. Even when they experienced real suffering. They say about the Rebendel Futafas that when he experienced real suffering, and he was a tremendous state of loss, he was mourning. And then he said, Mendel, who is the Laskil Chabina? Where is the enlightenment with understanding? And instantly, he went out of a state of pain into a state of enlightenment. Because he stopped to resist what was. It's the resistance. of the pain that creates all the suffering. It's to suffer because you suffer. It's because you have a decision, a definitive vision of how life is supposed to look. Which is the beginning of all idol worship. A person has billions of trillions of atoms in his body. Tremendous amount of organs that run on their own because God gives them, invigorates them, and God pumps your heart and vitalizes your lungs and every other organ without your permission, without your mind's permission. But nevertheless, if a person is not enlightened with understanding, they go through life with so much suffering. Because they try to resist what is. But really what is in life is always two things. The ending of the previous moment and the beginning of a new moment. And sometimes in life 
What you're experiencing right now is painful. It's sad. But the whole idea of sadness is, the whole idea of sadness in a person's life, is that sadness also comes to an end. So in this moment right now, you have the life of the moment and the death of the moment. You have the good of the moment and the bad of the moment. You have the joy of the moment and you have the sadness of the moment. So if you are experiencing sadness, you are in a space of sadness, There is also joy in that space too, because in that space you know that the moment will end. Nothing stays forever. And this is what the Balatanya is going to say. This is why the sages of truth, the sages of truth, the sages who were enlightened, they strongly rejected the trait of sadness. Because if you live in a state of sadness, you are unaware that your life is being directed. You are unaware that God is here at this moment. You are unaware of the truth that every single thing is happening in this world is for you. Nothing is happening to you. And ultimately speaking, if you go very deep into this parak, the Balatanya is giving you the secret to live a meaningful life, to live a happy life. Which means not to be too attached to any expectations. Because attachment is the beginning of suffering. And it's the security we put in this material life, in this temporary life, which is causes all the sufferings. Because if you're attached to anything, to your furniture, to your home, to your success, to your security, to your compliments, to one moment in the future, to one moment in time, if you're attached to anything, truly attached, then to detach you will, will, will mandate a tremendous amount of pain. Right? It's like a band-aid. You put on a band-aid, now it's attached to your skin. Now you have to rip it off. But if life is not a band-aid for you, if you're not putting on, if you're not putting on anything, if everything is just clothing, if everything is just allowing you to be, then there's easement in your life. There's no dis-ease. Dis-ease, all disease, all types of pain, all types of suffering, all types of unhealthy environments. What is all this unhealthiness? What does it mean that I'm sick today, I have a disease? This ease means there's no fluidity, it's no flowing. There's not, it's not present. It's not easygoing. You're resisting what is. If you're, if you're resisting what is, that means you're not alive. Because every single moment in the Holy Kabbalist explained 
every moment is consisted of ratzoi v'shuv. Ratzoi means to run, and shuv means to return. Which in all the Kabbalistic wisdom it's explained that the source of ratzoi v'shuv, ratzoi v'shuv, v'hachayis oila ratzoi v'shuv, every moment of life, every moment, every second, you cannot hold on to it. But what does it consist of? Ratzoi, the will to go to the future, the will to go to touch God, the will to expire, the will to run into the future, and shuv, which is to come back home. And therefore a person is in a tremendous tug of war. And if he lets his ego has his way, his ego will always, his ego could only live either in the future or either in the past. The ego could never live in this moment right now. Because in this moment right now is the paradox of all the paradoxes. My ratzoi and my shuv come together. Life and death happen right this moment. Because every moment, you, the previous moment dies and the new moment happens. And the gift of life could only be at this second. And the gift of life is not something that the mind could grasp. It's not something that the heart could hold. And the ego will always try to hold on to it. And many people will live their whole life with their ego and therefore they will be completely away from what is right now. Living with one moment of trauma from the past, one moment of betrayal, one moment of extreme pain, which means extreme ending, which means that they didn't use the ending in their energy, in their life, their death in their life to end what is, what was negative. So somebody betrayed you, somebody spoke to you bad, something happened to you when you were a child, something happened to you in your Sheva Bracha, something happened to you negative, and you were humiliated, which is a form of death, which is a form of suffering, and you choose to suffer because you suffer. Instead of ending the suffering, ending means death, die to the suffering. The whole reason there was suffering, which means pain, which means stoppage, is that you have at this moment the ability to end what was. To die to it, to end to it, to, to, to finish it entirely. And never think about it again. Which allows you to be now fully here in the present moment. So people are in fights, people are in, 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 in spaces where they deprive themselves the oxygen of life. When you understand this, you can actually not be in a fight with anybody. You can never be in a fight with anybody. Because whatever happened in the past, you end what happens instantly. And the beauty of life is that the love, the, the know of life, the suffering of life, the pain of life, the things that we don't like. We have the ability to end it at this moment. That's what he says, Push away sadness. Sadness is suffering. You wake up in the morning and you're very tired and the day looks gloomy and you feel unfulfilled and you feel 
like your whole life is a waste. And you have all these depressive feelings. It's not the way it's supposed to be. All of these negative feelings. And that's where death comes in. You die to those feelings instantly. You end them. You end them instantly because you realize that sadness, pain, suffering is only there for one reason. To end everything negative. You have an improper thought. You, you hear something negative about another person. You die to those things. You have an unhealthy attachment, an unhealthy addiction that you were living with it for years. And you say, I need a lot of time to change. This is going to take me time to incorporate. We're learning this concept of taking me time. Choose life means to end everything negative instantly. To end it instantly and never look back. You see, death is going to come to a person, it's not going to ask his permission. The Balatanya explains this about Yom Kippur. Why do some people really change on Yom Kippur? Because Yom Kippur is, an, is, is, is a mirror into what happens. It, what's going to happen to a person? A person's going to come one day, whether he's going to want or he's not going to want, and his life is going to end. No one's going to ask him for permission. All of his attachments, all of his fulfillments, all of his hopes, he's going to end. All of those things are going to end in a second. So a person because of fears of what's going to happen to him, of how people are going to accept him, a person because of fears, a person because he has tremendous security in a certain fulfillment of an addiction or some type of moment, and he has unlimited amount of days in the future, unlimited amount of days to change. Or therefore he has time. He has a tremendous amount of time to change. Whatever you are today, you're going to be for the rest of your life. Unless something catastrophic happens. And most of the time something catastrophic happens, it's usually too late. So if a person realizes that there's only life and death, every moment of your life there's only life and death, What do you do with the death of the moment? The previous moment ends. What do you do with that? You end everything that was negative and you hold on to everything that was positive. Everything that's meaningful. Because the meaningful goes on and on and on. And it surpasses your lifetime even. And it's the five minutes of a person's legacy by his, by his Leviathan. Well, he was a great husband. He was a great father. He, was a, he did so much chesed. Not all the money he made. Not all the accumulation. Not all of... All of his fears, all of his worries, all of his, all of his fulfillments, none of that is recorded. Because that's the ending of everything. So if a person can recognize this very deeply, this is what Dalta Rebbe demands in this parak. It's not something that the average person you see practices it. But everybody ends up practicing it at some point in their life. The question you have to ask yourself is, could you die to your attachments before you die? And if you die to your attachments before you die, then you are fully alive. Then you are not attached to anything. Then you are fully living with every fiber of your being. Then every single thing around you is highly important. 
that everything is the same to you. You could be fully alive while you're brushing your teeth. Exactly as you are alive when you're doing anything else. But in order for you to have that, you have to have a certain sense of clarity. You have to be able to see that life is exactly what you have right now. And the miracle of life is beyond all forms of comprehension. It's beyond all forms of putting it into a box. But in order to be fully free, you have to start to realize about this idea of Heim Belav Shavim. That everything is the same. The Balshemtiv introduced this idea. Balshemtiv was a simple teacher for little kids. He went and gathered them every day. And the Balshemtiv taught that a person finds tremendous fulfillment not only in not only when he's in the shul, not only when he's in learning Torah, but to discover God, to understand that God does everything for you and means no matter where you are, at that moment you could meet the God. And therefore, even if you're experiencing pain, it's the recognition that God is here right now. And when you understand that, then that becomes the purpose of your life, then you're, 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 you're highly sensitive to another person. You're highly in tune with another person. You're, you're putting away your ego. You're putting away your sense of fulfillment. You're understanding that your, your, the, your body, your mind, and your heart is for your soul to flow through it. And you're not trapped in the past, and tra- not trapped in an addiction. Because you want end all of those things. You end those things instantly. Because you use... The death of the moment to end negativity. And you hold on to what's positive. And when you start to do this, you start to realize that you're highly sensitive to everybody around you. When you walk out of a supermarket, you see the poor person. And you want to put yourself in the person's shoes. And when you see your spouse, when you get screamed at, or when you get criticized, you put yourself away and you become highly in tune with another person. And try to understand where they're coming from. And you start to realize that sadness has been eliminated from your life. Because you see the purpose in every single moment. Because of such a person is fully fresh. He's fully alive. There's vibrancy. There's vibrancy in this moment, every moment. Because you stopped deciding how the moment should look. And when you stop resisting what is, you could find fulfillment in any single thing. Because any single thing that's happening to you is life. is the only thing you ever had. It's not one moment in the future which is the ego, which the ego can't live in the present. And in the space of full presence, your ego dies. And when a person's about to die, his ego is going to die. And a person at the moment of his chuppah, his ego was not present. There was no recording. And when a person meditates on these things very deeply and tries to integrate it in his life, Then he experiences, he begins to experience Yishkun Hashem, the beginning of the light of God, the beginning of the presence of God, feeling God, thinking about God in his life, which is the ultimate joy that a person has. And it's a joy that's unattached. It's the flow, flows through him from life itself. And it's something that cannot be described. It's something that must be experienced. Which when you start to have that, that's the beginning of enlightenment. Mm-hmm.